0: Hey everyone, I'm so excited to come out to the 2023 Issues, etc. Making the Case Conference. It's going to be a blast. Kyle Mann of the Babylon Bee. I'm going to be giving a presentation called Making the Case Against Cancel Culture, where I talk about how we write comedy and how Christians need to use art and writing and all of that wonderful stuff to fight against cancel culture and how we have to take a bold stand for the truth using the creative talents that God has given us. It's going to be a great time, and I'm so excited to come out and see everybody, meet everybody, and, uh, and talk a little bit about how we write satire and use that to communicate God's truth. You can meet and hear Kyle Mann of the Babylon Bee at the 2023 Issues Etc. Making the Case Conference Friday, June 16th and Saturday, June 17th at Concordia University, Chicago. Learn more at issuesetc.org or by giving us a call, 618-223-8385. Making the Case June 16th and 17th in River Forest, Illinois.
1: Congress must restore the right that was taken away in Roe v. Wade and protect Roe v. Wade. Give every woman a constant right. The Vice President and I are doing everything to protect access to reproductive health care and safeguard patient safety. But already, more than a dozen states are enforcing extreme abortion bans. Make no mistake about it. If Congress passes a national ban, I will veto it.
0: That's an excerpt from President Joe Biden's State of the Union address on abortion. Well, that's not news, really. He's had this position since he took office, and it seems as though the overturn of Roe v. Wade has only increased the president's determination to do what he thinks he can do, which is codify Roe in federal law. What does that mean? Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. Joining us to talk about President Biden's abortion comments during his State of the Union address, Carol Tobias, President of National Right to Life. Carol, welcome back.
1: Thanks, Todd. It's great to be here.
0: What's your reaction to what the President had to say about abortion in last night's address?
1: I wasn't surprised that he brought it up. In fact, I was absolutely convinced he was going to. You could tell he was very proud to say that he and Vice President Harris are doing everything they can to protect abortion. But that is his position. Instead of protecting unborn children and their mothers, he wants to protect abortion, abortion providers and this huge money making industry. And it's not unexpected, but just really sad that our president would have that kind of position and make it so boldly during his State of the Union address.
0: Several of the lawmakers in attendance last night were seen wearing a pin that read abortion with a heart in the center of the O, and I guess they were handed out reportedly by Planned Parenthood. What are your thoughts there?
1: Again, it's really sad that we have so many leaders in Congress who really don't care about human life. They say that they want to take care of all of us and yet they are willing to kill unborn children. They are willing to risk the lives and the health of their mothers through the abortion process. I'm not surprised at all that Planned Parenthood would try to make abortion an act of love, but that's really quite disgusting.
0: How does all of this square with President Biden's claim to be personally pro-life?
1: Well, the last vestige of pro-life positions that he held was before he ran for president when he was still saying that he supported the Hyde Amendment, that he didn't think tax dollars should be used to kill unborn children. But he gladly gave that position up so that he could get the Democratic nomination, and he has never looked back. So when he says that he is personally pro-life, he's not able to do that. You can't support killing unborn children harming their mothers, and then turn around and say that you respect human life or that you care about any kind of life. He's just speaking out of both sides of his mouth.
0: How has the overturning of Roe further radicalized the president and his party on abortion?
1: Quite frankly, they've gone nuts. They're pushing the Equal Rights Amendment. There are bills introduced into Congress now simply declaring that the ERA is ratified and is now part of the U.S. Constitution. They think they just need a majority of Congress to say that the ERA is now part of the Constitution, even though every federal court that has dealt with any aspect of the ERA over the past many years has said it's dead. If Congress wants to do something again, they have to start fresh from scratch. But the ERA supporters are saying that it would protect abortion rights. They are now openly saying it, where for many, many years, when we tried to claim that, they would say we were the liars, but now they are saying we need the ERA to protect abortion. We have the ERA in some states, state constitutions, that has been used by the state courts to say that the taxpayers in those states now have to pay for abortion. So that right there is one area that the Democratic Party and the president have just really gone on pushing hard, just trying to say that the ERA is already a part of the Constitution. The administration has the Department of Defense and the Department of Veterans Affairs looking for ways to make abortion accessible for either members of the military or their families. They are just looking for absolutely everything, any way that they can to promote abortion. This has become, if not their very top priority, it's got to be a close second.
0: I was just puzzled by that comment that the president made that if Congress passes a national ban on abortion, he'll veto it. Is there any possibility that this Congress or the next Congress seated in 2024 would pass a national ban on abortion?
1: No, it's not going to happen in the near future, in the next few years. What he could have been referring to is simply the bill that would protect unborn children once they have developed to the point where they can feel pain, which in the, the bill that's been introduced in Congress now would be at about 15 weeks into the pregnancy. That would still allow 95 percent of all abortions to continue. And yet they're calling that a national ban because some states do have laws allowing abortion throughout pregnancy. So if they have to limit it to 15 weeks, that would be a national ban for them. So I'm pretty sure that when he says I will veto a national ban, he's referring to something that would already continue to allow 95 percent of all abortions.
0: You say that Biden is the most pro-abortion president in history. What do you mean by that?
1: He is doing everything he can to promote abortion, looking for ways to undermine the Hyde Amendment so that tax dollars are used to pay for abortion, looking for ways that various departments in the federal government can fund abortion, paying for their employees who may live in a state that protects unborn children to travel to another state to get the abortion. They are doing everything they can to bring about the abortion pills taking away the safety precautions that the Food and Drug Administration has had in place for more than 20 years, protections for the mother, you know, that she has to see a physician to get an exam and then, you know, that the doctor has to make sure that this isn't an ectopic pregnancy because if not discovered, she can die. So the FDA is now saying have a short chat with a doctor or some medical personnel online through Zoom and you can get the pills delivered to your home. And they just don't seem to care about the safety for the mothers. They certainly don't care about the lives of the unborn children, but they are pushing everything they can to make it as easily accessible as they can to where there are some calls now to have the abortion pill available over the counter. And we've got pharmacies in this country saying that they are going to dispense the abortion pill. And that is all being pushed by the Biden administration, To kill as many babies as possible without regard for the mother's life
0: what is the women's health protection act and what would it do
1: that is a bill that has been in congress for many years and they say it would codify roe but it would go much further than that the women's health protection act would make abortion the law of the land in all 50 states for all nine months of pregnancy for any reason There could be no laws that would say parents have the right to be notified or be told in any way that their daughter is pregnant and considering an abortion. It would provide tax funding of abortion. It would take away anything that requires that a woman be given specific information about the abortion, complications or possible alternatives. It would just be a radical abortion for all nine months of pregnancy for any reason in all 50 states. And that really is the crown jewel of the Democratic Party right now. They want to pass that so badly in Congress. But I thank the Lord above that we've got a House of Representatives that is not going to let that happen.
0: You mentioned the abortion pills. More than 40% of abortions are now performed by women on themselves with the abortion pill. Just this morning, I heard on National Public Radio that an overwhelming amount of research has demonstrated these pills are safe and effective. Is this true?
1: Absolutely not. There are studies that show between 5 and 10% of all women taking the abortion pill are going to end up in the emergency room or in urgent care. One study is claiming that the abortion pill is 95% safe and effective, but 36% of the women in that study didn't complete the study. So their numbers have to be way off. But even if you give them the 95% with almost half a million or roughly half a million women in this country using the abortion pill every year, that still means 25,000 women possibly ending up in the emergency room or urgent care with some kind of complaint or concern. A recent study out of Canada found that that number was actually up to 10%. So these are not safe and effective. It's not as easy as popping an aspirin. And it's, it's really sad that they're lying to the women this way. Finally,
0: President Bill Clinton at the time, 30 years ago on January 22nd, 1993, said that abortion should be safe, legal, and rare. How did we get to the point now where, in Clinton's party, abortion is now good, right, and salutary?
1: A lot has changed in the country over those years. We are swiftly being divided into all-or-nothing camps for many years there were people that would say i'm pro choice i think that should be up to her but i don't think it should be available for any reason for all 9 months i don't think tax dollars should be used to pay for it and the country is splitting into two camps so we have of those who want to protect babies and those who don't think the baby's life has any value and is expendable up until the moment of birth and even after birth, not protecting those babies who survive an abortion. We need to do more educational efforts, get people to realize that these are innocent human beings whose lives are at stake. The pro-life movement has a lot of work ahead of it, a lot of convincing and educating of people who don't understand or don't accept the sacredness of human life.
0: Carol Tobias is president of National Right to Life. Carol, thank you for your time.
1: You're welcome.
0: Folks, the 2023 Lutherans for Life National Conference is October 11th through 13th at the Holiday Inn Cincinnati Airport. The conference includes visits to the Ark Encounter and Creation Museum. Learn more at lutheransforlife.org, lutheransforlife.org. When we come back, we're going to spend the next hour or so with Dr. Jordan Cooper. He has actually sat down and read the hundreds of pages of a book called Luther's Large Catechism with annotations and contemporary applications. We're going to be reviewing that book with him in our two of issues, etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. Stay with us.
1: is a production of LPR, Lutheran Public Radio. I am beautiful because I am fearfully and
0: wonderfully made. I am accepted because I'm a part of His family through Jesus' shed
1: blood. Unity Lutheran School in East St. Louis, Illinois, shines the light of Christ in one of the most impoverished cities in America. Learn how to support their mission work at unityesl.org unityesl.org Today with the help of the Holy Spirit I
0: say yes to God in his ways